to start this episode of a question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you think Hereditary was an influential movie? <laughs> if Hereditary was influential, yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it was influential to my upbringing. Oh, you saw Hereditary when you were a young child? Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is what movies can be. You, you know, what's crazy to think that there's going to be a generation of kids that did see hereditary when they were very young yeah i wish i saw more interesting movies when i was younger because i really didn't and it feels like only now am i broadening my horizons i don't think i was meant to see the interesting movies i saw when i was young i think my parents put them on and not realizing what they were (laughs) (laughs) and i got to watch them yeah that's that's a big because my parents were very strict they were like I couldn't even watch Batman. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that. Like Batman Begins, I could not watch. Until I just, I just had to close my eyes when there were boobs. That was oh, it. Oh okay. It doesn't matter the violence, just boobs. No, not good. Can't see those nipples. Boobies are a no go. Yeah, boobies are a no go. Um, you know, parents can be like that. It, it's understandable. It says a lot about society. That's what the Joker would say. <laughs> <laughs> be like so i can watch a man get his head caved in but i can't see a little bit of ass batman <laughs> oh god <laughs> the joker um, would like is joker like a boobs or ass man ass you think so yeah i think so too i think he likes the chaos of it <laughs> okay <laughs> You never know if it's going to be clean, Batman. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is it going to be stinky? I don't know. That's the fun of it. You see Harley. She's crazy. She's unpredictable. (laughs) You don't know what she does back there on any given day. Uh, he just he does that little thing where he like puts his like hair to the side right before he's about to eat ass, and he's like, "Here we go." Sit on my face. I want you to do it. Sit on my face. <laughs> he has a gun to her. <laughs> Sit on my fucking face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, the reason oh, the reason I asked that question is because that that's what I thought while watching this movie. And there's I feel like there's been a lot of uh, more recent movies that we reviewed. Um like uh maybe not so much the night house, but definitely Smile. Um, where I, f- I feel like hereditary, oh. I feel like elevated horror has been around for a while, but hereditary was the one to cement that into, oh, this is, can make money. Yeah. Um, like, like the witch walked so hereditary could run, you know? Pretty much. Um, yeah. But I feel what like. What was like, um, A24, yeah. because those are both A24 yes. films. What was A24's like big breakout? I think it was that, like, hereditary. Got popular. At least for horror. Yeah. It was definitely hereditary because that was one of like I feel like the first times that I've seen um necessarily like normal people that don't really follow film um get excited for when Midsummer came out. Yeah. Cuz they were like, "Oh, it's the guy that made Hereditary." 
And there, there's so many, like, people out there, at least that I talk to, you know, you just see at work or whatever, um, that don't necessarily follow directors or studios or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think I think Ari Aster with Hereditary was the one that got people, like, excited because I feel like... I mean, we, we've been watching, you know, decent horror movies for a long time, even before starting this, even before Hereditary came out. So to us, we were like, oh, shit, that's, like, a really good movie. But to some people, that was, like, something they'd never seen before, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of set A24 on the map, at least for horror-wise. Yeah, definitely. It was. It's kind of a landmark film in um, not only just what it was, but also in its marketing yes where like how the trailers for it were cut is very influential like every horror movie that comes out now is like aping off of that yeah your trailer has trailer to be editing good. style and yeah, and this like, one did this kind of the same thing um where definitely you, yeah because you know what you know what a24 is you know how like all chris nolan movies are like uh during the trailers that like noise you know yeah uh a24s is a quick little noise like like in hereditary was like the mouth click and i think they did that a similar one in this one it's like a snap or something like that yeah it's like yeah using like natural sounds like that in like quick succession and like yeah it'll be like quick quiet quick quiet Mm -hmm. that that's a24's like gimmick for trailers right that that started with um, Hereditary though. Definitely. Oh yeah, that was like the first one I remember seeing edited that way, and it was awesome when you first see it. And that made sense too because in the the movie the girl did that. The other ones yeah. it's just like oh this is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but that brings us to today's film, Talk to Me, uh, directed by YouTubers who we didn't know who they were until we looked at them before recording this. <laughs> <laughs> um danny i'm probably gonna not say this right philippo 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 and That's michael philippo um they're brothers Philippou. youtubers australian australia plays a big part in this movie because it, it does it was... <laughs> i said that sentence and realized how fucking stupid it was you know what? It, there's a it kangaroo. makes sense to us Americans. It makes sense to us Americans because we're not used to people talking different or acting different from us. <laughs> and if we don't like it, we want them to die. Yeah, like, they're the others. Yeah. We are the main characters of the world. I mean, to be fair, though, Australians are just cooler British people. That's kind of accurate, actually, yeah. Like, I'd much rather hang out with Australians than British people. Oh, yeah, and I'd much rather go to Australia than the UK, too. <laughs> the only like, reason I would not want to go to Australia is the spiders. The spiders? They have, What's like, special about the spiders? The biggest fucking spiders ever. Like, really? there'll just be videos. It's like a spider the size of, like, like a like a baseball. And it'll just be, like, the in the fuck? corner of some of their house. And they're like, oh, well, that guy got in. Let's get him out. Like, and they're just casual <laughs> about it. If I saw that, I would die. Like, I would leave. Wow. I would find a gun and blow my brains out. Um, what you're saying makes me think, like, I'll go into the woods in Australia one night and just see um, that giant spider from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's going to... And gonna, all the other spiders lead to it. Yeah, you're going to follow a trail of little spiders to the big one. <laughs> yeah. No, like, that's... Australia has, like, also, like, the most poisonous animals, the most venomous animals. Um, 
Yeah. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. Even kangaroos, kangaroos aren't even nice. No, they're assholes. Yeah. I've seen so many videos of kangaroos like being like aggressive and yeah. trying to kill someone. <laughs> yeah, because I think they're very territorial. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten that too. Which there's a kangaroo in this movie. Oh my! That's God, how you yeah. know it's Australian. <laughs> and I just want to compliment the filmmakers. It was a practical kangaroo. It was wasn't a real kangaroo, obviously, but yeah. it was a like puppet. Yeah. Um, everything in this was to my knowledge very practical it was yeah um i was there was even parts of the gore where i was very shocked i was surprised (laughs) um so let's get let's get into the plot if you've been living under a rock and haven't seen a youtube ad in the last year you probably have no idea what this is um but talk to me is essentially i would describe it as a modern take on the the ouija board uh, it's just similar concept. These kids discover a hand which is embalmed, and it was like a medium's hand. She could communicate with the dead. And they took that, found out, oh, we can communicate with ghosts, and they can go inside of us. Let's make a challenge out of that. <laughs> like like all kids now in the TikTok generation will do. It's a very millennial or Gen Z idea. It's a and it's a very like millennial movie too. Yeah. Like uh I I I was thinking and I wrote a note. This is these are my notes by the way for this podcast. I have on a sticky note <laughs> oh, here. All I wrote and this was a while ago. Um I just wrote talk to me Mr. Beast. Those <laughs> Why? were those were my notes because I was thinking it would be very funny if Mr. Beast had this hand. Yeah. And it was just like if you can hold on to this medium's hand for 90 seconds, you will win a Lamborghini, you know? <laughs> oh, and there's, like, a bunch of contestants, and they're all, yeah. like, getting possessed and shit. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, a little, like, thumbnail of, like, the hand, and, like, he's, like, Mr. Beast looks like he's possessed. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be oh, cool. <laughs> they should have worked with Mr. Beast to make, like, a tie-in YouTube video to the yeah, movie. Yeah, he could have. To promote it? That would have been awesome. Yeah, but it, but it's Mr. Beast just using it to get dead people to compete in other challenges for his other YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, God. We pit a 12-year-old Victorian child against a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks them if they like Feastables. What the fuck are Feastables? That's like his chocolate brand. Like, literally every video, oh, he's just like, hey, try this chocolate. And then they're like, mm, it's good. And he's like, see, it's amazing. How many products does this guy have on the market? He must be, like, fucking... He's got a chocolate and burgers. He's got beast burgers. Oh, he's got, he's got ca- like, normal candy, too. He has gummies. Oh. He's got gummies. I bet they're good. Uh, they're expensive. Are I they saw really? them at Walmart. And I was like, I I could buy a whole box of fruit snacks for this. What makes them special or expensive? I think they're made like all natural. Oh, and okay. stuff makes sense. Uh, I haven't had the chocolate yet. Maybe we'll do <laughs> we'll do a Mr. Beast chocolate review. Yeah, Mr. Beast chocolate review. We'll do that in between this episode and next episode, and we'll come back next episode yeah. and review them. We rank every Mr. Beast chocolate. That's like, <laughs> yeah. could you imagine that? Like, just blows up. And then our channel is just, like, horror movies, and we review YouTuber products. 
Mr. We have Beast to restructure the content of our channel. Yeah, yeah, to try to fit the two. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> um, oh, God. But yeah, so that that's essentially the premise. Um, how the hand works is you grab it, and you say, talk to me, and before you, a spirit appears from, I guess, the realm where spirits exist. Um, they don't really go too much into the logic behind it which i enjoy actually yeah, i like I the, that was cool the vagueness um but the twist is if you stay longer than 90 seconds in contact with the spirit it can enter your body and stay in it uh, which you don't <laughs> want you don't want a ghost in you you don't want that at all you don't want the ghost in you especially since they can apparently just present themselves as anything yeah to trick you they can fuck with your mind they can even like take over your body yeah that's fucked yeah and not nice ghosts not <laughs> no. a lot of nice ghosts well i would assume it's kind of like you know they say like uh you become a ghost or a spirit because you have like unfinished business or something or you were wronged when you died mm-hmm. so you're probably yeah. very angry yeah um, but yeah so i guess we'll share our thoughts i liked it a lot I thought it was it was one of the better horror movies I think to come out this year that we've seen so okay. far. I was very when I I'll be honest when I heard it was directed by two YouTubers I was like okay I I think I know what I'm getting into and I was very surprised <laughs> with how I think mature it was. Yeah, and it's the the scare it's genuinely like I know sometimes we talk about like this movie wasn't scary you know we'll say that uh, this one I felt like there were moments that were genuinely pretty creepy yeah for sure um especially yeah. i saw it by myself there's literally no one in the theater uh, <laughs> oh really which and i was like oh no it's like no one gonna see this movie and then i found out like it made a shitload of money it like made its money back like opening weekend and even more yeah isn't that weird you get, that's like shows you can never take your own personal experiences yeah. like gospel yeah for anything because it was and it only had a budget of, i think like five million so it was wow rel- really? relatively small yeah wow that's impressive well i mean they're youtubers so they're probably used to working you know really under budget really under budget with no real equipment but this time they have real equipment they have real actors right and as far as i know this is all unknown cast so it's not like they're paying like exorbitant prices for anybody right to be in the movie and and the main character is very interesting uh i like her a lot uh yeah they they do the typical i know we kind of joked about it like on smile like our elevated horror checklist this one ticks off a lot of it mm-hmm. um you know we have our character who is dealing with surprise surprise a death in the family surprise surprise her mom um so <laughs> you know kind of our antagonist in the film is like the metaphorical dealing of grief and stuff like yeah. that yeah uh, but it but it's all handled very well and i feel like some of the stuff is very subtle uh as far as like its other thematics uh i just think it i was... feel i do feel like it's a little different though i don't i don't think it's totally about uh and i mean it is about grief but it's specifically about how you handle grief yes yes and how that should be done yeah i got a lot of also like drug abuse kind of stuff out of it definitely yeah um definitely. and how it kind of ruins like family and everything like your close ones it's basically like like how to fuck up your emotional support group the movie Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, and I guess I really. Uh, yeah, sorry. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say I, uh, I was gonna finish my my quick review of that. I I really liked it. Uh, it was scary, and it was it was a little refreshing um, to see something that's not like studio garbage. Um, True. And it was a good time, and I I can see this I can see this movie gaining a bit of traction like once it pops out on streaming. This, oh, definitely. This yeah. would be a good like um like you know young girls are having a sleepover. <laughs> kind of movie in a good way you know i i can see this as being one of those movies that's clipped on tiktok or something yes and yeah people are in the comments like oh my god what is this movie yeah What's the name of this movie that's it like the, all the possession scenes yeah i could see that being viral because it's like kind of relatable to that demographic and that was they people. were literally making tiktoks too yeah literally <laughs> yeah so what, yeah. what are your thoughts my thoughts was uh our um you know it was okay it was fine mm. it was fine <laughs> this is so uninteresting but um <laughs> the, the yeah no i didn't i didn't hate it i didn't love it um i was on the verge of loving it at very certain points of the movie but it was like yeah like you said i like all the themes and stuff it has going on but it was like there isn't really much nuance to what it's saying yeah it's message um and i feel like with because it's so weird because i feel like most of the movie is pretty intelligently done mm-hmm. and like i just i just let the theater thinking like okay what is that like when i watch a movie especially now I, i'm watching it because well a good movie will have some kind of something i can take with me in my life mm-hmm. or some kind of like it'll show me a different experience and like maybe give me a new perspective on something. That's like my, um, bar for like what makes like a worthwhile film. And like Marvel movies don't meet that really. So it's like, you know, I, I, that's how I, I know looking at this, I didn't really take much away from it other than drugs are bad and you shouldn't be an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, and I was like, that's not, I already knew that, and it's not. Yeah. There's no like no. There's not much nuance in there. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I I I agree with you to a uh, to a point. It's just the ending was very bleak, um, which I yeah. did not expect. Which kind of made I, me yeah. like it a little more. Hmm. Um. Because I think it does kind of show it. It doesn't matter how good of a person, like like, what type of person you are, how good of a person you are. Um you know if you what your intentions are that doesn't matter your your mm-hmm. actions have these consequences but yeah i mean definitely there's some stuff in here you can tell um that these guys are not professional writers <laughs> no it's it's weird because it's like i it, there's some parts of the movie that i think are really like cool ideas and like well written yeah. as like little set pieces like i like the idea of like everybody sitting around and like grabbing this hand and like mm-hmm. having like weird ghostly experience like that all that stuff is cool it's just like all of the stuff connecting those scenes was yeah. like there was nothing really driving the plot not forward at any point where it was like it, it just felt like it was like this happens then this happens and there's no real goal for anybody yeah that's Nobody what has like a i goal. was gonna mention it kind of like pacing was a little weird 
Yeah. Because it was definitely. like, this is the premise. Okay, how can we get another scene where they're all together um, playing yeah. this hand? It, and it felt like it wanted to be a goal-oriented film. Yeah. Where, like, I don't know. It was just, like, the plot was just things happening. And, like, I was like, all right. I don't know. It, th- there was nothing, like, driving it forward. You know what I'm, you know what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah, yeah I get you. It, yeah, it was very just, this thing happens, how do we solve that? Okay, now this thing happened. Okay, what's going on now? Okay, now this thing <laughs> yeah. happens, how do we solve that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just so weird because you have, like, um, really good scenes in it. Like, um, I love that scene when that kid, they're, like, everything's going about his business. It's really well edited, too. Mm-hmm. It was, like, that montage sequence of all of them switching. Yeah, switching and, like, the grabbing hands. the hands. It's, like, really well edited to, like, this, like, music. And it's, like, wow, this is, like, a great... It's like Great a TikTok sequence. song. It is that literally, people would yeah. like lip sync to or whatever. You know, they do their dances too. Yeah, I was like, wow, that was really well visualized and shot in order to be edited that way. And right after that, you have, I think it was right after that that scene where that guy bashes his head into the desk yeah. over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, that's like such a gut punch. It's like a really great, great like sequence of events. Yeah, it's like, you know, th- there's some like, there's like shades of like brilliance in it. It's kind the of horror parts are really good. It just yeah. struggles connecting them all. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't really understand the whole thing with the kangaroo, really, or what that added. That was, I think, because she had to... She was supposed to just put it down to make it easier. I think it's like, like a sort of get over it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just do it now, don't drag it on, you know? Oh, okay. Because in the end, well, I don't want to get to the spoilers, but there's another character that she needs to, you know, help by, I guess, letting go of, you know, Mm -hmm. or putting down. So that's what I think that was supposed to be. Yeah. But that's the thing. That was all like a lie. Or I guess I don't want to get into spoilers, but. Yeah, it's it's very unclear. Yeah, it's very muddled. Ghosts work (laughs) in mysterious ways. That was my main takeaway from this movie. Yeah, but it like kind of takes away from it because it, I don't know. It, got, it became so cloudy what was like a trick and what wasn't because they say like a ghost yeah. can imitate anyone, and she's like being manipulated by her mother eventually. The thing or what she thinks is her mother. The thing that gets a little weird for me is in the beginning they tell you the rules right away. You know, you're over ninety seconds a good chance the ghost is permanently in you right oh um, yeah and our first character surprise surprise when she does it she's in there for like, I think like 92 seconds because the kid's like we went a little over mm-hmm. and she's like oh it's fine i feel fine so right then i'm like nope ghost in her you know logical <laughs> movie audience but i feel like that didn't come into play until after that scene you were talking about where they were all fucking around and the ghost gets in that one kid oh yeah so yeah. I was like, okay, the rest of the movie is going to be her dealing with that. We're going to have like a sort of, oh, uh, you don't know what's real, don't know what's fantasy. She's going to be freaking out, you know, lashing out at all of her friends, losing all of them, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, that's where I thought it was going to go But that too. didn't really go to the last like 30 minutes. No, yeah, definitely not. So I feel like there were two ideas there, and they yeah. didn't fully commit to either. They were like, let's just try <laughs> to do both. And it's like, I, uh, yeah, it's like, I guess the ghost was like lying to her because at the end she sees that 
kid ended up being fine. Yeah. And he, they like leave the hospital. I I don't know. The the it was all just like muddled near the end. It was like I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a grandpa. Yeah. What's happening? Why just on a character and motivation poem? level, it just like it was like very very unclear yeah well i mean our main character she doesn't have necessarily a family she lost her mom since then her dad hasn't been the nicest so she's been living at her best friend's house who is basically like her family um and she loses that for one mistake due to her grief of her mom Mm -hmm. um and i think a lot of it is desperation of trying to get that family back i i don't know the the actual what was like intended um so it could be you know the ghost is like tricking her to keep fucking her up because she was so desperate you know yeah to get back like like again because she didn't even need to do all this other shit because right before she was about to do like the drastic thing the mom's like oh i just thought about it you're fine i know you wouldn't hurt my son (laughs) we're cool you know like yeah you, you know what this movie is? This this movie is the definition of fuck around and find out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. They fucked around and they found out pretty quickly. They they found out. They got stuck in the ghost dimension. So, I don't know. It's yeah, you're you're convinced is this muddled. But yeah, it is weird. It's just like I don't understand what the the messages at the end what the point of it was near the end i the don't point know is it to was... be scared yeah yeah they succeeded i was definitely like creeped out at i points. did want to talk about one scene like you talk about when the kid was smashing his head on the desk yeah. and when he gets his hand free and pull tr- almost pulls out his eye oh my god i forgot about that that shit i genuinely squirmed like in my seat i was like holy and it happens so fast and the fact you see him like get under the eyelid and start to pull it out before they stop him yeah i'm like holy shit i completely forgot about that yeah that was that was awesome even him in the hospital is hard to watch oh my god yeah like when he's in the shower yeah he's in the shower and he like looks unrecognizable yeah he's so swollen Mm-hmm. and like yeah he just starts beating his head into the wall. the tile and the tiles start breaking and like the blood starts going like down the drain yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was awesome that yeah was great. that was i think the most surprising part to me how visceral it was yeah yeah i did not expect to get that violent mm-hmm. like in the beginning i was like okay that's our shock thing right that first scene mm-hmm. um one thing i i did also really like was sort of their depiction of that other realm um because our main character gets a glimpse of it of what the the brother is going through and it's like a world where there's just a bunch of naked people constantly tormenting you and eating you (laughs) yeah um it looked like it reminded me of the movie society if it wasn't funny oh my god yeah that's true i was i was actually thinking of event horizon yeah yeah that. that's that's very similar it's, it's a hell ship the, the like the lighting was very similar similar only it was like a better scene than event horizon in my opinion it was like i don't there's that's a okay. lot more creepy. i'll i'll allow that 
<laughs> you don't understand the hell ship. It was a hell ship. It was That's a hell what, ship. It was a hell ship. Just that on merit alone makes it a worthwhile. Thing. Yeah, because it's a hell ship. <laughs> That's it. What gets? Maybe we should talk about that movie eventually. Because like I feel like I could break down how stupid it is. And then you know what my response is going to be? <laughs> it's a hell ship. <laughs> that's that's it. It's a hell ship, dude. Maybe that wouldn't be a good episode. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You need to watch it again with the mindset of it's a hell ship. Oh my god! Then you'll understand. You're like, oh, it's a hell ship. Then it'll click. Then it'll click because it's a hell ship. Right, that's why there were Looney Tunes sound effects. Yeah, because it's a hell ship. Bugs Bunny's in hell. Unironically, though, what always makes me laugh is seeing that end fight with um, oh, Lawrence Fisher just beating him with a pipe or something. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween And it's six. like the most comical like metal pipe sound ever. It's like what you would hear if like Daffy Duck. Yeah, hit, it's like the like, bunny, Bugs Bunny over the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like very weird. What I, I will say, one thing I was not a fan of in this movie is anytime there was a scare, they did the loud music sting to let you know it was scary. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that got kind of annoying. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. And, and other movies like Hereditary are great because they don't do that. Yeah. I feel like elevated horror, that genre has kind of gotten away. They understand that less is more with the scares. Mm-hmm. You know, just give me a creepy visual. That's enough. And I was thinking, remember, um, a perfect example of a scare without needing music is in uh, the 2018 Suspiria remake when she's outside of, like, the music, the dance academy, and those three women run out to her. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, okay. And it's, like, horrifying. I I vaguely remember this. Yeah, Yeah. because it's just quiet. And then they just <laughs> run out of the darkness, and they're like, ah! and they just grab That's... her. And it's oh, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, It's like yeah. the scariest thing in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's scary because you hear all of it. Right. You don't hear and the music go, like almost ah! silent. You know? Like, it, it's it's the silence to, to the interruption, the build of the actual audio, not music. Yeah. Like, yes, that old naked man in the corner jumping out is scary. <laughs> I don't need the music to scare me too. Yeah, like that toe sucking scene is scary. Yes, you just don't need the music, you know. Yeah, the uh, that that part <laughs> was pretty funny, though. It was, yeah. He's I was just laughing when when he part. woke up and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's just like deep throating his foot. And that scene is very interesting. Because it's like it goes through like a whirlwind of emotions because it starts with them, um, you know, like awkward, like, ha ha like we used to date. We still secretly like each other, blah, blah. OK, you know, let's go to bed. And there's like a moment where of like vulnerability where he's sleeping and they're laying um, like opposite to each other. as so mm-hmm. she's like down by his legs and you you can tell that she just really wants uh, another human to like her um specific, specific she likes this guy um and it's just very sad because all she does is just kind of like nuzzle up against his like calf <laughs> yeah and it, it's very awkward but at the same time like very like endearing 
like she mm-hmm. didn't want like to be held or anything she just wanted to like be next to like another human in like a vulnerable state and then we are greeted with horror because there's a little naked old man in the corner which <laughs> is straight out of hereditary oh yeah a- a24 loves naked old people the naked and, old people coming out of the darkness yes and th- that is hereditary hereditary <laughs> yeah. made that staple but yeah, and then it goes to the old man sucking his toes, and you're like, oh my god, this is horrifying, and then we get swapped, and it's actually her. She was just seeing the old man, and then it's like, mm-hmm. somewhat funny, like that that tension is kind of broken. So you go through like a lot of emotions in like a, like a, like maybe like a two minute span, and yeah. I feel like that was very well done. It was, yeah, that, that was a whole great sequence. It did. It, it felt like they had a whole bunch of like scenes they wanted to do, like yes. ideas for scenes. I just don't know if they. I'm assuming they wrote it. I guess we don't know. I believe they did. Okay. Let me but, fact um, check. Yeah, let's fact check that real quick. You know, I was saying that um, all the movies that have a good um, yeah, it was written by them. Oh, well, it was written by oh, one okay. of them. It was written by Danny. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, it, it is like um yeah, maybe they're not the they don't have everything like totally thought out script-wise, but they have like really it, the whole movie was really well directed. Yes. And all the performances were great. Yes. Like I felt like I was getting everything I Direction needed. Direction was very good. Editing was also amazing. Yeah, that yeah, like I said before that montage sequence was really well done to the music and everything. But I'm a sucker for really well edited things to music. See, okay, so this this is where you're going to agree with me. While I like that scene, um, and this may just be personal preference um, because I'm not hip with music, yeah. uh, I felt like a lot of the music choices really took me out of the movie. I don't remember most of them. It was just like today's hip-hop music. I sound like an old man. I don't know. I for context, I only listen to like metal and folk, so I don't <laughs> yeah. know any other music really. You're on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm on the opposite end. Yeah, I I couldn't even tell you a Drake song. All right. <laughs> um, so I don't. I couldn't know. either. <laughs> I'm yeah. right there with you. I I don't listen to pedophiles. Am I right? He actually is a pedophile, isn't he? Yeah, something he like texts underage. Yeah, at girls. least grooms people. Yeah, he grooms them. <laughs> yeah i mean who doesn't that's famous no i'm I'm right there with you because like i do listen to a lot of hip-hop but it's like it's not really super popular people it's it's like de la soul or like danny brown jpeg mafia people like that sure so it's like yeah I, I actually don't remember much of the music in this movie i remember it was a lot of like poppy modern the thing stuff, yeah the thing that got me was the ending was very horrifying and it's like, it's like a sting, like, oh, shit. Um, and then it's just, like, immediately just, like, like happy rap music, like, in the credits. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> okay. I, I get, like, you know, because it is about, you know, TikTok generation and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't know, for me, it just didn't gel well. While I really liked that sequence, the music did kind of take me out of it. Yeah. But that's just me. No, I, I understand that. It 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 was, like, jarring, but I feel like it was almost intentional. Yeah. Because it was, like... 
I feel uh, like here this is this is the thing we do where we we cut and paste around the movies. I yeah. feel like that montage sequence would have been very good the first time because oh. we don't understand the threat. Yeah. yeah. So it's fun. Yeah. And again, that's where the whole like drugs kind of metaphor comes in where all these young kids get together, fuck around, it's a lot of fun. Uh do too much of it and your life is over. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally you are you are condemned to purgatory. <laughs> where you get eaten by old men 24/7. Oh god. That is quite a nightmarish idea to it be is. stuck in that and then the you're only like way back to the real world is like through that stupid game that people mm-hmm. play. I, like, that's pretty horrifying. I did really like that ending though with the when she's just like those uh I think there was Spanish people oh, at the yeah. end and she's like yeah. what? <laughs> and she's so confused. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good ending it was. Mhm. Yeah, um I like and I feel like we've talked about this a couple times before. I do like in horror movies when they show hell as not as just a place of fire and lava. Yeah. Um that's yeah. why I like like VHS 94 that was like a really cool depiction of hell of just kind of like a barren wasteland almost like That's a mad right. max world with monsters and we watched that for this uh, yeah podcast didn't we yeah. yeah i like i like when things do that which is why i really liked that aspect of it of just you like unique hells yeah i like unique see. hells you know <laughs> you could say one very unique hell is the hell ship from oh, event horizon because hell is on is the ship no i do yeah i do acknowledge it is a hell ship but okay here's my <laughs> main problem with the film okay that movie it's basically like an action got a director yeah like turning a horror concept into an action movie somehow you know what's crazy it's almost like he's done that before with like six resident evil movies <laughs> yeah i was gonna say isn't it the same guy it's the same guy you know i'll i'll defend uh paul ws anderson i think he um is fine i think he makes a <laughs> lot of dog shit movies yeah but i i think they're fun to watch they definitely are i love that um that Wesker scene in... I don't yes. remember which one. It's where Wesker uh, first appears. That is the fourth one. That, yeah, that sounds right. You're talking about he's in that white room? Yeah. 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 And there's, like, the dogs and shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Resident Evil is awesome. I'm going to force you to watch all of those movies for one of these episodes. Oh, God. I hope you know that. They're, like, just terrible action movies. No, they're cool. <laughs> she puts pennies in her shotgun. <laughs> that's cool the 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 first two are good the first one is very good i remember liking the first one the I think first you've one's shown more me of a horror movie one. i'm pretty sure we watched it like back in high school together we did yeah it was a while ago the, the first one is a straight-up horror movie you know with with the action bits yeah um the second they go a bit more action and then the third is just after that it's just straight-up action <laughs> he can't hide it that guy whatever can't his name hide is it. Yeah, then he did the Monster Hunter movie. Now I will admit that was that was bad. Wes Anderson directs those, right? Yeah, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson <laughs> directed Resident Evil. Those are his passion project movies. Yeah. 
Like you know, like Grand Budapest Hotel. Black. Yeah, he that, that that yeah, that's blah. money makers. That's not art. Yeah, <laughs> his 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 Resident Evil, the Wes Anderson directed Resident <laughs> Evil movies. That's that's his passion. Did you know? Okay, this is gonna hurt you. Um, yeah. When Asteroid City came out, I don't know. I don't I don't use TikTok, but I do use Twitter. And I guess there's like you know there's like a film section of TikTok where they talk about movies, and it's mostly just um, people showing a scene of like Solo and being like, "This movie's so fucked up, don't watch it." Like that's kind of you know <laughs> yeah their takeaway from a lot of movies. Um, yeah. But when Wes Anderson was coming out, that was around the same time AI was becoming more open. Uh, Asteroid City was coming out, AI was a bit more open, and people were making those absolute horrendous. What if Wes Anderson directed Star Wars? What oh, if Wes man. Anderson directed Lord of the Rings? Those were everywhere for yeah. a while. So TikTok was seeing those, and they're like, "Great, Wes Anderson is awesome." Let's then they're making videos of like Wes Anderson style stuff. Cool, right? They didn't know he was a director. <laughs> what? <laughs> they thought he was an aesthetic. That's weird. Because they didn't know any of his movies. So when Asteroid City came out, they were like, what? This is a movie? (laughs) We thought this was just like a vibe. Oh, okay. That's funny. I mean, it is a vibe. And then they watched Grand Budapest Hotel, and they were upset. They were like, why are there Nazis in this movie? Oh, Why is this movie funny? (laughs) What is this movie? And they, like, couldn't compute. Yeah. That sounds like classic TikTok. I had to like li- like suffer through that, seeing that live. Um, <laughs> it was bad. The AI, the horrors of AI are upon us. Give me, I'm waiting for the first AI horror movie. Oh, it's going to happen. I guarantee you that that stupid Secret Invasion show was written by AI. Oh, yeah. That would not surprise me. You, you know what I want to see? Have um, an AI watch every Conjuring movie, every Insidious movie, uh, every Annabelle. Yeah. Uh, and then write its own movie. Or watch oh, Paranormal frick. Activity too. All the big money makers. See if and it come up with the see ultimate what it, horror come blockbuster up with the ultimate popcorn horror blockbuster. That's awesome. It'll probably be the most boring movie ever. Because it'll just take all the tropes from all of them and just make a movie everyone has seen before. <laughs> it's sad, but like I feel like people wouldn't know the difference. Most people. No. no. It's like... Because I, I like knowing like my family and... I mean, yeah. Like they... Like I like to watch a movie and like know that there's like an author behind it. Yeah. Or like, see someone's personality in it. See a vision. Yeah. And it's like I feel like my uh, most normal people do Don't. not. Yeah, no. Do that. And we're like I'm not saying that we're above them cuz we're not. I mean, I I'm a freak. I can't speak for you. I'm but like freak. I like weird shit. Yeah. So it's like you know, people won't be able to tell the difference. That would be an interesting experiment if you had an AI write a movie, you don't tell anybody and, and just release see. it and pretend like it is writers. Yeah, that would be. I bet you someone's already doing that. Some YouTuber. <laughs> that would be horrible. Is doing that. Yeah, AI is scary. Um, it really is. 
And then, but well, you know what? We're going to have Megan too. And that's going to prove to people that AI <laughs> is bad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this, this is completely off topic, but I wanted to mention it. Did you see the, uh, the Meg 2 first reviews are out and it has a 0% on Rotten oh, Tomatoes? Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's, which makes me believe it's the best movie ever made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it's that bad, it has to be incredible. There has to be some kind of redeeming qualities to it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those movies that's going to be purposefully bad. Oh, the... yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's like, but how is that fun, though, then, if it's purposefully bad? Uh, because bad movies are funny. Because then you can watch a YMS review of why the Meg 2 is the worst movie ever made. <laughs> yeah, he'd waste his time doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? I've been watching some of his stream highlights, and I actually like him. No, generally speaking. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Joking. I don't have a problem with him. I just think some of his takes are very um, bad. Kind of weird. Yeah. Like I, I think he. You know what I think he does, and this is I think a lot of people do this, is they don't consider that their personal opinion is their personal opinion. Oh. Like yeah. They'll say I didn't like this movie because of this. But they don't. They say it that that makes it a bad film. Yeah. Rather than saying I didn't like this, they're like this movie is dog shit because of this one thing I didn't like. <laughs> That's my main problem with him. Did he hurt you, Dax? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I I was like on his Twitch stream and I'm like, watch uh, Solo, and he's like, no, that movie's <laughs> shitty because shit is in the movie i don't want to no. watch people eat shit no i did i do disagree with him too but like i like hearing i don't like hearing his opinions about movies but like just things in general just like when he's talking just kind of entertaining yeah no yeah to listen to yeah you know well i guess we redeemed ourselves of all the yms jokes i made <laughs> yeah right yeah, we're not we're not changing our mind on CinemaSins though. Oh no, yeah, CinemaSins is like the dumpster fire. That's the of, bottom of the of, barrel of yeah. movie review content. There's nothing redeeming about that. That's not even real criticism. Did didn't he say also he like it's all fake too? Like he doesn't even believe well, have thing. the opinions of half the shit he says. He he says that, but he doesn't really mean it because mm. oftentimes his opinions do end up in the review. So it's like, yeah, what is a joke? What isn't? He does that just to deflect any criticism. Yeah, I just yeah. remember seeing his Blade Runner review, and he literally uh, was giving it like a sin for like its style. Yeah, he's just dumb, <laughs> and it. it it's just sad because people in the comments will like yes. take his word as gospel. That's the thing. I I don't mind if people have dumb opinions. I mind when people uh latch onto those dumb opinions and actually believe it as truth. Right, yeah. I mean, look at like Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and shit like that. True. Like these people that can just say anything and then millions of people will just believe them automatically and then have that same <laughs> opinion even though they don't care. Right. Like, there's so it's many sad. people I've talked to, like, about movies where they say they don't like a movie, and then I'll find out they haven't even seen it. They just watch some YouTuber make a video oh, on it. Oh, okay. And I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I don't think you saw the movie. No. That happens a lot nowadays where 
you'll see even people will just see reviews coming in and be oh like, yeah like that's well a bad it looks movie. like i'm not seeing it yeah uh like, that on. got a 50 percent not me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yet then they go home and they they turn on ai made secret invasion and go hey that yeah, was pretty probably. good god and i i don't know we could go on and on about the modern film landscape we could just have like, a series where we just talk about random shit that we get off topic <laughs> yeah yeah literally well let's get back to well let's talk about talk to me whoa that was I, a good transition i was compl- i was complaining to my wife earlier about how <laughs> um it's always you fun. can say that now. Yeah, i can say that now yeah i'm getting used <laughs> to it um how i like coming up with funny review titles uh using the name as like a pun or something like that uh but the issue is all the ones that would be good for like a bad review title are mm-hmm. good movies you know like nope that's easy nope i'm not seeing this movie i was gonna say like if this movie was bad i was gonna be like talk to me more like don't talk to me because i don't want to see this movie you know (laughs) stuff like that (laughs) stuff that hacker film hack film reviewers yeah headlines yeah like that buzzfeed tagline to get people clicking because negative (laughs) negative gets more clicks than positives so (laughs) yeah oh god well let's wrap it up i think um our consensus is that um elevated horror is here to stay for a while yeah not a bad thing it's not a bad thing um i will say though some of the tropes i'm getting a little tired of yes for sure um and i get them you know uh it's just some of it just seems like to uh like I get your character right. All your characters uh, have some have to go through something, right? Yeah. Uh, but I feel like every elevated horror movie, it's it's like grief or loss, you know. Mm-hmm. I miss like like the old days in like the eighties where it's just like the main character is like a complete asshole, and they're like yeah. fighting monsters, but then like the main character represents something, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like while they are themselves aren't dealing with said trauma they are like a physical representation (laughs) of that um right and that could also be they weren't thinking of that when writing it just happens to come out that way in the story blah 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 um but yeah there's definitely some tropes of elevated horror that are a little getting a little stale i think the dealing with grief part of that has to go away yeah i don't know i'm just more interesting sting because that's literally that's literally all of them Mm mm-hmm you know, and you you yeah. can have a character going through stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying we shouldn't have movies that don't teach you how to deal with grief. That's fine. It's just, you know, for for this very specific genre, which I wouldn't even say is a niche genre anymore. Um, I would say really the movies coming out right now are your blockbuster popcorn horrors, and then this kind of horror. Yeah, these are kind of your yeah. two, and I'll I'll prefer this one any day. Um, oh easily because yeah. i get to yeah. see horrendous shit you know <laughs> I, like children of the corn no no that's not either <laughs> that's not either of these movies that doesn't <laughs> go anywhere <laughs> no, no 
No, I get, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. like you, you could still do the grief theme, but like have something unique to say. Yeah. Or uh, give me a new tell little it in spin a unique on it. way. Right. Like it, you need like, like well, okay, we get grief is horrible, and like you gotta like pick yourself up and get through it. But like, can't you tell that in a more interesting way, or have some new kind of perspective about it? I don't know. One, one movie that I will say does do that is that movie Mandy with nick cage oh definitely yeah like that's an interesting take yeah for sure um yeah so we both like it seems like i liked it a little bit more than you yeah Um, i think so i didn't like i didn't think it was bad it was like okay yeah it's good i would recommend it i would recommend it seeing in a theater too because it is genuinely pretty creepy it um, is yeah this, for sure this is a good movie you know there are some people that want to watch a horror movie not necessarily for the story or all that they just want to get scared um mm-hmm. this is a movie that will will sort of satisfy both types of audience ones that want to be scared and then one that want to just see like a you know a good movie mm-hmm. um i think this is a crowd pleaser i can see this like we said being very popular um, oh yeah With probably once it comes crowd. out of theaters yeah people on tiktok gen z years like this could be a really really um relatable movie for for them and you know you're gonna be seeing those people on etsy selling those paper mache hands <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah dude that's such an easy thing to sell like what the hell the the, the hand thing is really cool i do want to say yeah that. the hand I the like concept the design is of very it a lot. cool and the fact like when they enter that world it like changes of them actually holding hands with like the spirit yeah that is cool yeah that was neat i did like that it looked really cool and like yeah it was edited really well the sound was good too yes the sound sound design is very good especially when people are getting hit (laughs) oh god yeah it's brutal when that guy was bashing his head in the table you could hear everything (laughs) yeah even the tiles it's like ugh. yeah yeah and the toe sucking (laughs) that was disgusting that was just gross it wasn't sensual either it was just like it was like a like a homeless man that hasn't eaten for two days that sees like a big lollipop (laughs) you know yeah i get you i get you (laughs) yeah it was slobbery he's loving it yeah it turned me on i'll be honest tarantino likes this movie surprisingly i wonder why oh my god did you see the picture of him sitting down to see barbie no there, someone took a picture of him, and I was just thinking, like, he must be in heaven watching. Oh that yeah, I of saw all the foot shots. There was a there was a video of him going. I think he saw Oppenheimer, and then literally walked across the street to the theater across and saw Barbie. Did he really? Yeah. Wow, what did she? Yeah, he celebrated Barbenheimer. <laughs> um, That's sweet. I do feel like this movie kind of got overshadowed by those yeah um, because definitely. this came out the second weekend of barbenheimer yeah most people are not going to want to go back the next weekend right after that yeah especially to see a depressing horror movie <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah kind of bad timing really bad yeah timing. but i mean hey i they, they're not looking for big audience turnout you know yeah. they're not expecting that they they made because i know they made 10 million the first weekend on it's a really five good. million they've already budget. made bad they've already made back their already budget. made back their money and a little more so good hell, job hell yeah youtubers if you did it you did it good job yeah and this is just really a really impressive film for 
people who were doing fucking YouTube before this. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that is really insane. It that shows able to pull it off. That if you have the eye and sort of the drive, if you just have the equipment, you can make something good. Mm-hmm. You know. And and this movie seemed like also like a lot of fun to make. I don't know. You can you can watch a movie and you can tell when the actors are having fun. I don't know if you know yeah, what I mean. I get this you. This feels like one of those movies. Because there was a lot of people like in those group scenes, especially that little kid with the long hair. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That kid was loving it. He was. Yeah, he was. He was fun. I liked him. Yeah. I I want to. You know. Well, actually, no. Probably not because it's a twenty four. There's going to be a thing of how they got the hand. The hand origin story. <laughs> well they they already confirmed that we talked before the oh yeah podcast true. they're doing some but weird... not the i'm talking about the origin of the hand oh who okay. was the medium oh why my did their God. hand get embalmed how the hell did kids get it <laughs> there's like one throwaway line where he's like some guy gave it to me at a party it was weird yeah that's all you need so you knew that guy who got fucked up from it was like here take it dude yeah like, I probably ended up offing himself or something. Yeah, or I was thinking, I was like, oh, is this going to be, like, a ring-type situation where you have to, like, pass the curse on to keep it oh, going? that could be. Which, maybe that's what he was trying to do, because they, they literally did not know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Or well, That's what was confusing about me about it, was, like, yeah, I've, I've already explained that, but whatever. Yeah. It was just, like, the trick was, like, because it seemed like something was clearly wrong with him. But then at the end, he was fine when she didn't do anything. I was So I interpreted it as, as that thing they did worked, where they closed the oh, door. Yeah. But because she was already corrupted, she was like, I have to go through with this. Because the, the ghost was telling her not to believe it. I see. Okay. So That would that, make more sense. That's how I interpreted it. Well, I'll go with your interpretation. That's my talk to me ending explained. <laughs> Video. Video, yeah. <laughs> Did you watch this movie and go, huh? What the hell? <laughs> Did you do that little thing where you take your pointer finger and spin it around the side of your head and roll your eyes? Like, what the oh hell's going God. on here? I what got the, the video hell? for you. And then rather than explaining the ending, 10 minutes of the 12-minute video is just me explaining who the the Philippoo brothers are and not even talking about the movie <laughs> that's what most of those videos that's what are, most of those are because they want to get the 10 minutes so they want to get the most ads as possible <laughs> like those uh like the kill count videos i'm like oh yeah this is just a compilation of all the kills in this movie and it's like it's literally just a scene for scene retelling of the movie yeah that i hate that that's so annoying yeah i don't like that either I want I want to I want to see Michael Myers bash someone's face into a mirror. Yeah. Right away. I don't want to see I don't want to explain a movie I've already seen. That kill still sticks with me. Hell yeah, dude. Halloween 2. Like that the way that's acted and the lady getting her head bashed in the way she moves. And the fact that the... she's like pretty much alive the entire time. <laughs> yeah. She's like screaming at first but then all of a sudden she stops and he's still and then... going. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Halloween 2. Yeah, that still sticks with me. I quite like that movie, I'm not going to lie. Hell yeah, I'm turning you into a Rob Zombie Halloween 2 head. <laughs> well, you, yeah. you, are, you aren't that familiar with Rob Zombie's filmography, right? 
No, I've I've seen almost nothing. You know what we're gonna movies. do? We're gonna wa- We're gonna do the Thousand Corpses trilogy, and we're gonna re- we're gonna talk about them. Okay. We're gonna do that. I'm cool with that. I'm setting it in a stone. I have all of them. Actually, I don't have the last one, but is is on Shutter, I believe. Oh, okay, that if works. If not, I can get it to complete my collection, because I I like Devil's Rejects. I love. And I love House of a Thousand Corpses, which House of a Thousand Corpses is coming back to theaters in August for like one weekend. Oh, really? Or not August. Sorry, October. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're doing that like a thing. I forgot sense. what theater. It wasn't it was, wasn't the Fandango. It was some other, one of the other big ticket things are doing like a thing. So that'd be cool if we got to see that. That would be. I would totally go for sure. Yeah. We could probably take my dad. He likes he likes those movies too. <laughs> he Does loves he know Cap- Rob Zombie? Uh, he likes Captain Spaulding and like the characters. Oh, okay. He likes Rob Zombie, yeah. Because Captain Spaulding. Even I know who Captain Spaulding is. Yeah. Fried chicken and gasoline. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, you show me that clip. I think. Yeah, there's so many good clips from the first two. <laughs> so, all right. Once again, we got an off topic. So go see. <laughs> go go see talk to me watch it um i think the moral the theme of this episode is to watch stuff and don't take others opinions as your own that is true that's what you can walk away from this episode you can use that as a gauge to whether or not you think it's worth your time but how much you like the movie i think is it should be completely up to you and what you you think about it and don't feel like you have to not like something because someone told you to or you have to like something yeah someone you think is smarter than you told you it was good it's okay not to like stuff yeah it's okay it's okay it's okay everybody it's okay (laughs) that's creepy that is creepy i don't like that all right that's my (laughs) talk to me old man character (laughs) oh suck your toes that's probably actually what that if that if that guy talked, that's what he would sound like. I wanted him to say that. They call me awesome. Toe Sucker Tucker. <laughs> toe come, Sucker Tucker? <laughs> come here to suck toes. <laughs> that's what he says once she, like, shakes his hand. Oh, like, you God. better let me in, you stupid bitch. Stupid <laughs> slut. He was, like, a trailer trash that got, like, killed in, like, a propane accident. <laughs> that's her lore. <laughs> All right, go see Talk To Me. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.